Hello and welcome to another episode of K-Botak, a short podcast about Korean cinema and K-dramas with me, John. This episode we're going to be talking about Space Sweepers. I watched this movie because I was recommended it after enjoying uh, Wandering Earth, a fantastic sci-fi movie from China based on a short story, which is also very good. Um, But uh, I was put onto Space Sweepers, which is much more of a space western uh, in the tradition of uh, old school Star Wars, uh, Firefly. It concerns mercenaries, junkers and people uh, trying to live on the outskirts of society um, in uh, a future civilization. Um, In this case, uh, we're taken to a version of Earth where there is a kind of utopian uh, uh, almost uh, a little bit like Elysium if you've seen that movie I haven't, it's meant to be very bad um, but there's a kind of a utopian uh, satellite um, full of green grass and people in you know, Star Trek style um, suits everyone looks very healthy and happy there's fresh air Earth itself is on the way out it's um, kind of stricken by pollution and over-industrialization um, it's a familiar um, you know, and very dystopian image of the future. Um, but uh, one of the things that sets this uh, apart is not so much the tone um, of the film, but the amazing diversity uh, that is presented here. This is a, a Korean uh, movie, but unlike a lot of Western movies you'll see, uh, especially, uh, you know, American, British. Um, most Western movies see the future as being basically um, Western dominated. Uh, everybody is uh, uh, American or British, where, wherever the movie is coming from. Most people are white. Kind of looks like uh, most of the movies that you see nowadays because it is a product um, of that uh, cinema market, unfortunately. Uh, here I feel that the filmmakers um, have made the effort to. Uh, really think a little bit more about what the future could look like and even if um, it has come to the point that Earth is incredibly polluted and uh, the work of industry um, and machinery has, has left it almost uninhabitable um, the uh, uh, the bright side seems to be that uh, there is a lot more kind of uh, diversity among people um, uh, throughout society um, so I really loved watching uh, this movie for that reason and uh, I think it reflects well on uh, the director um, who is uh, Jo Sung-hee, um, the writing team and kind of the, the Korean film industry in general that when they uh, perceive the future uh, they see a future with many different kinds of, of people in it because um, that is not always the case with sci-fi. Um, most people look into the future and only see them themselves. It seems based on a, a lot of the um, sci-fi's and, and space westerns and space fantasy movies that I have been exposed to um, during a, uh, during my time. Um, there's also the use of many languages. Um, that's where it goes to another level. This isn't just. Uh, it, it's not just tokenism. Um, it's not just uh, showing a, a, a few different people from different backgrounds. Uh, this movie has actually done the work. Um, going off a, a list here, Space Sweepers includes, in addition to Korean dialogue in Chinese, Arabic, Nigerian Pidgin, 
Russian, English, French, Tagalog, and Danish. Tagalog, if you don't know, is the language spoken in the Philippines. Um, a British author uh, called Tate Thompson, uh, I've found uh, on a, an article here online, uh, was quoted as saying, I love Space Sweepers, accurate Nigerian pigeon in a non-Nigerian movie, five stars immediately. Seriously though, in terms of multicultural cast, this is the best movie. Um, that's a huge win for the movie, uh, before even getting on to uh, the story or anything about it creating um, that kind of uh, really genuinely diverse, not just tokenistically diverse, cast and world. Um, uh, I, I love it, I, I think it's, uh, it's terrific. The core cast um, are, are Korean, uh, we're dealing with uh, some fairly uh, some fairly fearsome Korean acting talent from uh, the world of cinema and, and dramas. Um, most notably, in, in my opinion, Kim Tae-ri, uh, uh, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, she plays Captain Jang in this. Um, you may have seen her in The Handmaiden, in my opinion, one of the best movies ever made. My favourite Park Chan-wook movie. Um, I've just started watching Mr. Sunshine, uh, where she uh, plays one of the lead roles in that. Um, she's uh, an actor who I feel can express a huge amount with uh, just a small expression. And in this, uh, she's very different to anything else that I have seen her in. She's basically a badass. She's uh, Han Solo, um, she's Mal from Firefly. Uh, in fact, if uh, she encountered those characters, they'd probably be taking orders from her. There's a there's a kind of an effortlessness with which she dominates uh, the space that she's in and uh, with which she exerts authority. Um, not always very vocally, um, but definitely through her uh, her presence and the kind of the physical acting that she does and um, just her, her demeanour. Uh, if I would have um, a, a complaint um, about uh, about the movie. Well, one one of my small quibbles with the movie would be that I don't think Captain Jang is in it enough. Um, it's much more a story about one of the other characters. If they do a sequel to this, which I think is on the cards, um, I want it to be much more her story. That that would be my uh, my personal wish list because um, I think they they've really created a, a excellent character here. <clears throat> Uh, but alongside uh, Kim Tae-ri, you've got Song Joong-ki um, as Kim Tae-ho, and this is a kind of a, a fallen uh, commander of the of the Space Guards. It used to be included in the kind of the upper crust um, and the, uh, the the sort of the elite of this world. Um, you'll have uh, probably also seen him in things like Vincenzo, um, a number of other dramas. Um, it's been in A Werewolf Boy, which is by the same director, um, and uh, here, uh, at, at least in, in this instalment of Space Sweepers, uh, taking on the, the lead role um, as a father who's been separated from his daughter, um, and uh, basically has been working uh, for years as a, as a space trucker and a junker to try and earn enough money uh, to locate her. In this world, they have the technology to immediately locate his daughter wherever she is in space, but it's very expensive, and they're not going to let him use it uh, unless he pays. Um, so some of the uh, familiar uh, social uh, commentary um, and social issues that are extremely prevalent 
necessarily very prevalent in South Korean uh, media and entertainment at, at the moment of sort of hypercapitalism and inequality um, and uh, there being a price on everything um, are also coming through in this show obviously because we're dealing with a, a dystopia um, you've also got uh, Jin Seong-kyu as Tiger Park um, who's uh, one of uh, the other junkers um, you've got the, the ever sort of exuberant and uh, energetic Yu Hei Jin as uh, the robot I think uh, one of the better robots in, in sci-fi recently um, at, at least up there with Taika Waititi in uh, Mandalorian um, basically uh, kind of a, an exhausted sounding you know long suffering sort of companion type robot um, and uh, yeah the, the familiar voice of Yu Jin always uh, always uh, makes me smile um, you've also got Richard Armitage who I think was in The Hobbit um, as uh, the antagonist um, and uh, a few uh, a few other people as well um, but uh, basically this is this is a story about these junkers these kind of space truckers ending up in a like a Tokyo Godfather situation where they accidentally stumble across, uh, across, sorry, across, across um, a lost uh, kid. Um, decide to take her in. They think maybe we can, um, you know, give it to the parents. They'll give her a reward because obviously they all need money. Um, and then they see on uh, the news, uh, whatever holographic broad broadcast, um, that uh, there is a, a, a walking robotic bomb that has escaped. And uh, takes the appearance of a girl, and they see it, and, and this girl, and uh, there's some great comedy moments when they're they're scared of this kid, and she's about to sneeze, and uh, they're all like, thinking that a, a bomb's going to go off. I think they get quite a lot of mileage out of some of the um, comedic uh, dynamics in this film, um, and uh, basically they they go back and forth over do they sell her back to this shady organization uh is she a bomb is she a kid um and of course because it's a you know a, a big um a swashbuckling space western with uh, with a big heart they end up uh looking after her and, and you know trying to rescue her in the end um that's the basic beats of the story it's in terms of a story nothing you haven't seen before um but uh for the uh, kind of charisma of the cast and like I say the world um, it makes it feel fresh um, it's a big production it looks great It's uh, it, it costs a lot of money to make it was supposed to come out um, in, uh, in South Korea I think last year 2020 and be a big um, kind of a big box office smash couldn't happen for obvious reasons as we all know and it ended up coming to Netflix instead but um, obviously spared no expense um, making this it looks great you know it is indistinguishable from your latest Star Wars movie or Star Trek reboot or whatever um, there's no dodgy CGI there's there's nothing to suggest that this isn't just um, big budget uh, sci-fi space fantasy cinema now um, so I look forward to more of these coming from uh, South Korea as they sort of put a, a bit of a stamp um, on this uh, on this genre because it needs a bit of I think it needs a bit of fresh uh, energy after you know the the Star Wars movies recently. Um, themes are all about family. Um, uh, there's a quite positive subplot with Yu Hei Jin's character, uh, Bubs. Turns out to be a girl. 
she's only been putting on the voice because everyone assumed that because she was a, a, a robot she was a man um, and she kind of bonds with the kids starts talking in uh, her own voice um, or a voice that she feels is more representative of herself starts uh, presenting uh, in a feminine way um, it's quite nice to see uh, any you know even a, quite a mild uh, you know robot based version of some kind of you know body positivity or identity positivity uh, is obviously good to see um, yeah I, I recommend you watch this movie I, I think it's good fun uh, it's a good swashbuckler I only have uh, one issue with it um, and it's a spoilery one so tune out now and, and turn off if you don't want the ending spoiled um, I have a big problem with the ending of this movie where uh, Song Jong Ki's character basically chooses to uh, go and rescue the the robot kid or the kid that they thought was a robot over locating his own daughter and at the end they show that uh, the daughter has now gone out of the area of space that he can detect her um, and has been lost and uh, and has died now uh, you can't uh, tell me that there is any father parent out there that makes that choice uh, when they say we're going into the big battle now against the bad guy and we're going to rescue this this kid that we just met versus finding your daughter who you've been looking for for years um, that's a that's a completely alien uh, idea that someone would make the choice that they were going to go into this gung-ho uh, fight with uh, with their mates on the spaceship um, just uh, extremely strange piece of writing um, I would much rather I mean obviously it's you know all you can do is uh, is kind of quibble and um, an armchair direct but I would much rather they had said okay well the, the next movie is where they they go and find the daughter or maybe he had uh, gone and rescued the daughter or uh, it turned out she had been on earth the whole time so it was it was okay do something but um puts a real downer on the ending of the movie um so if you are still listening and you haven't seen it for some reason if you don't care about spoilers for example um yeah it's uh, quite a bummer at the end um i didn't like that um apart from that i've got high hopes for where they take these movies uh, they've got a strong cast. I want to see more of Captain Jang. Um, and uh, it's a good time. So Space Sweepers, uh, easy to recommend. And it's on Netflix. Um, so that is the end of uh, this episode. See you for the next one. Thank you for listening. Cheers. <laughs>